Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week it's episode 190 and we're talking about South America's best travel destinations as chosen by me. By us, surely. Well, okay. I I wrote all the notes. Yeah, but I have a very strong opinion about some of these things. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. When we say best travel destinations, it's more... The ones we've been to that we liked. (laughs) And the ones we want to go to that we've heard are nice. (laughs) This week, um, well, the rain has started. Once the rain starts in Auckland, it keeps going so um oh no there's patches like you might rain for an hour and then it'll be an hour of no rain and then it will rain for an hour it's not like torrential non-stop monsoon style but it is kind of yeah yeah but it's long-winded and depressing yeah so uh because of that well i don't know we've been planning some upcoming hikes and um you know we can still normally get a hike in like a half day hike it was spitting before we left but luckily it decided not to pelt down and we we got what was it about a two hour walk in yeah i think it was raining as we drove home though so it was good timing the tracks are definitely getting more and more muddy that's right now shoes were definitely a bit um dirty at the end of it well blog for new zealand was a huge success um this is the well, I guess it's not really a charity project, but a, a project that we put together with some others to An awareness project, really. raise awareness of New Zealand and the fact it's still open after the Christchurch earthquake. Yeah, we still think that you should definitely come to New Zealand because it is the best country in the world. So Blog Forensia was just making sure everyone knew that. Yeah, it was great. So thanks for everyone who took part by the writing or, or reading. There are heaps of stories now at facebook.com slash blog nz That's the number four. Or, of course, IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Oceania, and you'll find the New Zealand section. Don't forget that you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay traveling by booking through us. So visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash flights, slash hotels, slash hostels, and slash insurance when you're booking your travel online. We also have travel deals updating daily at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash deals. And you can visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon when you're shopping online. We'll get a free audiobook with a two-week trial of Audible through IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Audible or slash audiobook. If you're in the States, you might also be able to get 100,000 miles or more from a $1 trial of the Travel Hacking Cartel. So sign up at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Travel Hacking and let us know how many miles you earn. So this week we're talking about one of our favorite continents, South America, and we're talking about some of the best places to visit this year and some of our plans too. We uh, head back there in August. August the 2nd. Very excited. (laughs) So first up, Chile. Chile was the first country that we visited and we actually went back there. Well, I went back three times. Well, altogether we were there for three times and Craig was there twice. So possibly the most visited of South American countries. (laughs) (laughs) But probably one of the areas where we've seen the smallest percentage of the country. that's right. We uh, sat in Santiago and worked down and then went back up and uh, also visited Antofagasta and San Pedro de Atacama. I didn't really like San Pedro de Atacama very much. It seemed very, very touristy. But going on the astronomy tour out in the desert was really amazing. It was just a really great experience. Completely driven by the personality of the mad Frenchman who runs it. Mm, yeah, but the, while the town itself does seem like a tourist trap with very aggressive touts, the countryside surrounding it is stunning, and that's something I'm really looking forward to doing when we return. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go up there again, and although we've done the Ioni Salt Flat tour, uh, which comes down through Bolivia and is just beautiful, one of my favourite things from all of our travels... 
the um, the area around San Pedro de Atacama is very similar, apparently, mm. but quite different. So I do want to return and uh, do some and, of those things and do some of those things. Yeah. We also spent time in Santiago, and I really liked Santiago. I got to know it a bit better, and I'd like to go back. Well, we're planning on going back soon. I also really like Valparaiso, which is out on the coast. Uh, lots of brightly coloured houses all up on the hills, and lots of street art, which I really enjoyed. You just wander around the streets, which are all really, you know, lots of steps and kind of narrow ways, and there's outdoor murals, and, yeah, there's um, a little area of town which is called the, um, the, mu- the Open Air Museum, and there's a selection of a whole bunch of different murals that you can wander around and look at, as well as, you know, the tagging and the yeah, little stencil art, which I really enjoy seeing. Mm. My favourite thing about Santiago was um, the Museum de Bella Artes and the Museum of uh, Pre-Columbian Art. That both, was really good. Yeah, but I think both of which were um, were damaged in the earthquake. That's a yeah. year ago now, so... Hopefully they're they're back up and running at full capacity. The we went to see the Museum of Pre-Columbian Art after the earthquake, mm, so that, that was, was definitely that still was running. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, now also in Chile, um, Chiloé was oh, yeah. a cool little island. It reminded me a little bit of I don't know, I don't know quite what it reminded me of, but it was a countrified small island Mm -hmm. and with with all of the weird stuff that goes with that and the the way that people treat outsiders Uh and it was quite quite funny and but yeah completely lovely little bay and harbor and the the main town Mm -hmm. they've got this thing about building with um with wooden slates or shingles Mm -hmm. and so we learnt the Spanish word for shingles which is otherwise completely and utterly useless (laughs) I've forgotten it now I'm going to get in trouble for that (laughs) busted (laughs) well what would you have liked to have done more in Chile I would have liked to have done more hiking and I really would have liked to have visited Patagonia so further south but um yeah, and we didn't go wine tasting. I can't believe it. Mm. I really wanted to do that and it just never happened. We did go beer tasting, which is good, but not quite the same. Yeah, I have to do a shout out there for Valdivia as a town. If you like your beer, um, the, the Kunstmann Brew House there was just awesome. Well, let's move on to, uh, to Peru, heading up the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Well, our highlights were Chachapoyas, Chiclayo and Trujillo. So kind of in the north, kind of coastal cities. Um, we didn't really like Lima that much. I suppose that was where I first got robbed. Yay. And, uh, yeah, it was just nice to be out of the big city. Mm. Um, Chachapoyas, Chiclayo and Trujillo are really my picks for something that really ought to take off in Peru when it comes to independent travel. Mm-hmm. Um, three of them are reasonably close together. Um, <laughs> By reasonably, just... he means only 10 hours in the bus. Well, there's three <laughs> hours between um, Chiclayo and Trujillo, mm-hmm. and yeah. to get to Chachapoyas, it's a mountain village. So, yeah, it was about 10 hours on a bus. But each of them was beautiful each of them had stunning museums and um and pre-columbian artifacts and towns that were being excavated and all of them were were quite cheap and quite easy to get around so i reckon if you are heading to peru forget about that machu picchu thing down in the south (laughs) um head up there and get somewhere where the history is just as strong Mm -hmm. And it's not overrun with uh, with package tourists. Yeah, from Chachapoyas we went out to Quilap, which is an, another really amazing pre-Incan temple. 
and it was just incredible. It cost us almost nothing. I think it cost us 20 solos for the day, and I think that was for the bus. So that's about 10 New Zealand dollars. Yeah. And then about 10 solos entrance fee, which mm. is just so little when you're comparing how much it cost to get into Machu Picchu. Yeah. And I know Machu Picchu is amazing, and you should probably do that as well, but don't miss Quilat because it is incredible. Mm. And we had a really good guide who was informative and sensitive and really got us involved as well. Mm. Uh, also in Peru, Arequipa oh, was yeah. a lovely place to spend some time. Now, we went from Arequipa out to Cusco, where we stopped for three weeks and did some Spanish lessons. Mm. But looking back on it, I think we've both said that we would have preferred to spend our three weeks in Arequipa. Definitely. I mean, when I was doing the research as to where to go, Cusco had more choice and also had the option of doing some volunteer work. Not that it actually ever happened, but... Yeah, Arequipa didn't even enter into our into our ideas, mm. but it was a much nicer place to be. Yeah, there um, there in Arequipa, there's a wonderful, wonderful monastery, I guess, mm-hmm. but it was a monastery for women mm-hmm. with a, a fascinating history. It was incredible, um, and how the over time and as it developed, the rich families would pay to send their their daughters there to the um, the monastery. But then they ended up living in luxury with yeah. their servants and their, their, their own, dinner sets. Yeah, they had and, their own houses and everything, like multi, multi-room and all this. Yeah, it was, it was fascinating and a great place to visit. Definitely. I think um, thinking back about what we would have done differently, the main thing was not study, spend so much time in Cusco and spend more time in, in Arequipa. What about you? Mm, yeah, I've got kind of a love-hate relationship with Cusco. Um it's a stunning, stunning town. Yeah. The the central square with its colonial buildings, um, the park, the cathedral, they're all just beautiful, lovely. Um, going up the hill from there up to San Blas, mm-hmm. uh, which is the hillside above um, central Cusco, absolutely lovely. But it I don't just, think we needed three weeks. No, but it... I. Every day I ended up angry at the the misbalance between the way that things looked in the central city and the slums that mm-hmm. stretch for miles just kilometers away. Yeah. Um, there's so much money running through that place and it's just not being spent right. That's right. And we, we had lots of people stopping us in the street like touts trying to sell us things mm. because most of the people who are in Cusco are only there for a night or two nights maximum. And so all of the people who are stopping you assume that you're only there for one night or two nights mm. and so they've got to get you to buy their product immediately. But we were there for three weeks and the same people were stopping us every day and it was so frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah, really a, a love-hate relationship with that place. Definitely. I would have loved to have done more adventure sports in Peru. There's the uh, the Cordillera Blanca, where it's um, a small mountainous area, and just the photos I've seen from people hiking and climbing in the mountains looks spectacular. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. All right, well, let's move on to Argentina. Oh, I love Argentina. The Argentina was where I started to enjoy South American food. Um, mm-hmm. I I must admit, in Chile, Bolivia, Peru, I didn't I didn't connect with with you, food and cuisine there. Are you saying that you don't like pivre and casarina? 
No, I'm saying there's some of the very few things I enjoyed in three months that we ate through Chile and Peru and Bolivia. Okay, fair enough. But Argentina, gosh, for me, food, food everywhere. I love steak and I love wine and I love combining them in good meals with tiny little salads, if there's any (laughs) salad at all. We hardly ever had salad. Argentina just... Just worked with my dietary needs. I really enjoyed spending time with people in in Argentina. Like we spent time with the Salt a lot with with Lee and her family, and also in La Plata with Julian Nati, who was a couple that we met while we were in where were we? Capuchate. In Capuchate. I always forget. We were wine tasting, and so were they. That, that's why you forget, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. Anyway, and they invited us to come and stay with them. They live in La Plata, which is south of Buenos Aires, and so we did. We went to stay with them for I think it was three or four days, and they just loved on us you know they just looked Mm. after us they took us out to his brother's birthday party to her mother's house for dinner went out with their friends they took us to the museum we went to this bear hall we did all sorts of things it was magic and we were just random so they met in a hostel somewhere (laughs) yeah that was cool um one of my highlights that i believe i've never heard anyone speak of before when I've talked to them about Argentina was going to Salta. It's up in the northwest of Argentina and it's a lovely little colonial city. Um, they call it the, the Salta the Beautiful is the, <laughs> is, uh, is the nickname. Isn't it, it Salta la Linda? Yeah. Salta's, yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, really, although there are areas that have been industrialized and modernized, um, there's this overwhelming kind of colonial architecture that moves right through that I really enjoyed. Yeah, it's really nice. We really enjoyed being there. And it's a great base to visit um, Cafachate from, which is a wine region, hire a car for a few days and, and head south. Yeah, who knows? You might meet a nice couple from La Plata. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved visiting the Iguazu Falls. Now, I thought, oh, we're going to go and see a waterfall. I've seen lots of waterfalls. Great. But actually, yeah, words can't describe how amazing it is. It's so immense, and you really get up so close to it. You get drenched, so you're really involved in it. And um, you can visit from the Argentinian side or from the Brazilian, Brazilian side, or both, which is what we did. So we had, you know, half a day in Brazil. So we can say we've been to Brazil now. Yeah, totally experienced all that Brazil has to offer in a half day there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really interesting how completely different the two sides were like the different experiences you could have Mm. um i guess thinking about what i would have liked to have done i would have liked to have gone further south than la plata Mm -hmm. um which is a small small satellite town below um buenos aires there's i guess when we when we go back uh we're flying in in august we're gonna it's gonna be the end of winter so um, going south might not be the best idea. We'd, we'd freeze. So we, I don't know, we might go south far enough to do some, some snowboarding if I can convince Linda. I don't want to. But otherwise, we'll be, uh, we'll be heading north. But getting down into Patagonia and, and doing some of the amazing stuff down there. There's just so much to yeah. do. Really looking forward to going back and spending more time there. Well, those were all places that we have been to and we're going back to uh we we plan to get into peru chile and argentina again but we're probably not going to be returning to the next two places uruguay and bolivia now uruguay i love uruguay it's lovely it's cool it's it's a very nice comfortable um 
kind of cosmopolitan upmarket country. The whole country is cool. And we really enjoyed our time there. But unfortunately, we just don't have time mm. to spend. And we don't have the money because it is quite expensive. It's the most expensive country in South America, I'd say. Yeah. The thing that surprised me was they have an amazing domestic wine production. Um, mm. I've, I've never had Uruguayan wines. I had never had Uruguayan wines before we went there, but probably because of the people we were with, we drank an awful lot and we drank some of our best South American wine. So yeah, I'm, I, I had a great time there. I really enjoyed spending time in Montevideo and Colonia and also going out to our friend's friend's lake house near Ponte de Este. That was really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, probably not, not going back this time. It's really hard to pin down things to do in Uruguay. Mm. Even when we spoke with someone who works in tourism marketing, they were like, oh, what could you do? What could you do? <laughs> and um, when someone who works in tourism marketing is, is doing that, you know there's not kind of a, a checklist mm-hmm. of, of things. You just have to hang out, find some cool people, drink some yeah. wine. There's Apparently the surfing off the East Coast is fantastic. Neither of us are surfers, so we really don't know. Um, but we've heard that's great. We certainly enjoyed the beach culture up there. Uh, Colonia, a small town opposite Buenos Aires, is, in my opinion, a, a must-see add-on to mm. a visit to Buenos Aires. Definitely. Uh, it's quiet, it's tranquil, um, cobbled streets, outdoor chess sets. <laughs> um, I won the game. Beautiful barbecue restaurants down on the wharf. Yeah. And it just, after after Buenos Aires, with all of its people and all of its rush and all of its madness. And all of its, you know, bicentenary craziness. <laughs> <laughs> that's all great fun. But heading out to Colonia is just a chance to go <sighs> yeah. and, and, and chill. Yeah, we relaxed. It was very nice. Well, let's move on and talk about Bolivia. Now, Bolivia wasn't our favorite place in all the world. And we've, we haven't decided if we're going back on the next trip or not. It just depends on where our route takes us. But we didn't have very much time there last time, and we traveled too quickly. So we arrived in Copacabana, but it was difficult for us because we didn't have enough money, and we couldn't get any money out of the bank because there wasn't an ATM, strangely. Mm. Yeah, that's and a good travel tip. There's no ATM in Copacabana. Yeah. Bring cash. We, we saw that in the tips, but we just thought it must be out of date, because how could that possibly be true? But no, it's still true. So we went from there to La Paz, and I don't know, Just we never really felt like we fit in there. We felt very out of the way, out of place, I suppose. Then we went down to a uni, and a uni is where you can do the salt flats tour. So it's a great big salt flat, and um, tours run from a uni and also from San Pedro de Atacama. We went from a uni to San Pedro de Atacama, and it's amazing. Just one of our most favorite things. We've talked about it earlier. We can't say it enough. You should definitely do that. And uh, we were lucky enough to be in a Jeep with two Bolivians, which made it quite, I don't know, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed being with semi-locals, although the, the daughter actually lives in Sydney now. It just it felt more, I don't know, genuine than being with a whole bunch of other tourists. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Um, if we were able to go back this year, I'd want to travel through the jungle areas of Bolivia. So I've been up in the Altiplano, uh, we've been lakeside, we've been through the salt flats. I'd want to get down into the, the rainforest, maybe along the Amazon, um, do do a river trek or something like that. I'd really like to do some wine tasting because I'd heard there's some really good wineries near the border with Argentina and we didn't get we didn't go through that way when we were there last, so I think that would be really worth worth doing. Hmm. You might be convincing me. I think I think it would be a great idea. 
Um, so two places that we didn't go to that we're really looking forward to getting to, um, Ecuador and Colombia. They, uh, well, if we don't get to Colombia this year, I think Linda's going to shoot me. I will cry and I will sick all of my Colombian friends on you. <laughs> well, they'll have to come and find me while I'm relaxing with my wine in uh, Argentina. I think I could convince them. <laughs> so, yeah, Colombia's been number one on my list of countries to visit for quite a while. I've got some good friends there and I'm really looking forward to visiting them. But also everyone I know from Colombia is just so lovely. Everyone's so nice. And I've heard it's a very beautiful country as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Ecuador should be really interesting as well. Yeah. Now, until two weeks ago, I knew next to nothing about Ecuador, apart from where it is on the map. Yeah, which meant that we were going through it on the way to Colombia. Yep. <laughs> that and was about it. I put a, a question out on the Indie Travel Podcast community at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash community, and I got blown away by the responses. There's, there's a small book on traveling. <laughs> from Peru through Ecuador to Colombia, including things like the best borders to cross at, um, where to stop to break up your journey. And uh, we've also got an offer from our friend Tom. You might remember Tom from um, letting us stay with castle. him in a castle in Ghent. Um, and now he's being a tour guide in the Galapagos. So guess where we're going? <laughs> we think we might go to the Galapagos. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I was just... I was really astounded it just goes to show the power of that indie travel podcast community so bring your travel questions put them in and uh if people give you half the advice we got as a reply to that question gosh you'll be sorted yeah definitely so yeah ecuador and colombia are the next two on our list um places we might visit but probably not uh brazil well we were there you know for half a day already so so it's over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the real reason we're not going to Brazil is because even though I have many ex-students, I'm sure Linda has some ex-students from Brazil as well, that are all desperate for us to yeah, come and clamoring. visit. Yeah, they're clamoring. We've got lots of, uh, lots of people to go and visit, lots of cool things to do, but I Linda's just... a languagist. No, no, come on. I, I could have said I don't want to go there because I speak Portuguese instead of Spanish, but the thing is, it's just such a big country and I want to do it justice. I don't want to go there just for another half day. I think that would be stupid. I'd like to give it a lot of time. And we've only got, you know, like seven or eight months this time. So Craig's looking at me as if I'm crazy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she is lying. We're not going because they speak Portuguese. <laughs> Other places we won't be getting to this year. Um, number one, Paraguay. We'll be passing right past Paraguay, but... The visa prices for New Zealanders against the amount of time we'd be able to spend there just doesn't work for us at the moment. Yeah, Maybe in the possibly. future if we have more money, um, but the to spend a, a few hundred dollars to get visas it's just not against fun. the time we'd be able to spend there, mm-hmm. it, it just wouldn't work out. Yeah. Uh, Venezuela, well, we could drop in there. I'm not sure. It depends on how long we want to spend in Colombia. Mm. But um, we've heard that more violent in Venezuela than it is in Colombia, so possibly giving that a miss. Yeah, um, I don't think we'll make it. And then the the three countries to the east of Venezuela, Guiana, French Guiana, and Suriname, they're they're too far east, just like Brazil. Um, They speak Portuguese. No, they don't. I'm talking nonsense. One speaks Um, French, one speaks (laughs) Dutch or something. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But they're they're just too far east for us this trip. We're we're flying into Buenos Aires and we're heading west then north. So sorry guys, <laughs> Venezuela, Guiana, French Guiana and Suriname. We uh we won't be seeing you this year. Sorry about that. So unfortunately we won't be heading up into Central America or into Mexico, so or the Caribbean. Oh. Yeah, this okay, I'm just making myself like, sad now. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, too many places, not enough time or money. I guess everyone feels that way, huh? I definitely feel that way a lot. <laughs> well, make sure you visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash South-America, South America, for links to all of our resources and stories about the continent. Uh, at the time we're recording, we've got pages on Chile, Peru, and Bolivia, but we should have pages on Argentina, Uruguay, Colombia, Ecuador, and Brazil before we fly out in August. And the others, as soon as we can find someone who's been there firsthand to write about them. Yeah. So, so make sure you visit we're, that. That's IndieTravelPodcast.com slash South hyphen America. Yeah. In uh, community wisdom this week, um, first of all, that amazing thread on Peru to Colombia overland via Ecuador. Definitely check that out. We also talk about the new Indie Travel Podcast cover art. That's also on Facebook if you want to check it out. Yeah. Um, Adam had a bad experience in Panama, adding to that thread. Kirsty's looking for solo travel advice for women in Istanbul. And we launch a new section of the community, uh, the Solo Travel Lounge. Ooh, a lounge. A lounge, Sounds yeah. Good. Remember, you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay traveling by booking through us. Visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash flights, slash hotels, slash hostels, and slash insurance when you're booking your travel online. We also have travel deals updating daily at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash deals. You can also visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon when you're shopping online or get great trial bonuses from our partners. Download a free audiobook with a two-week trial of Audible through IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Audible or slash audiobook and get a two-week $1 trial of the Travel Hacking Cartel at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Travel Hacking. For some non-monetary ways of helping us out, tell your friends, your family, random acquaintances, the guy you sit next to on the bus, tell them about Indie Travel Podcast. Invite them to our Facebook group at Facebook.com slash IndieTravel or apparently also IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Facebook, which is what I kept saying before I finally managed to say this correctly. Or leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. There'll be uh, excerpts after the No, they the won't. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, there won't be any excerpts after the, uh, after the ending. <laughs> That's us for this week. Until next week, travel well.